0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, we've seen numerous social media and tech platforms come forward to try and shut down commentary from President Trump and his administration in the wake of last Wednesday's riots. One of the latest was social site Parlor, which normally caters to Trump supporters. Well, it uh, was removed from Apple and Google's app stores. In addition, Amazon pulled the plug on their support of the site, taking away its connection with Amazon Web Services. But a bigger question may be starting to be asked. Is what we have seen occur part of the bigger concern of tech companies having too much control over what is said in our country, whether you agree with it or not? Herbert Hovenkamp is professor of legal studies and business ethics as well as professor of law here at the Wharton School and at the University of Pennsylvania Law School and a great resource for us on this show. Herb, as always, great to talk with you. Thanks for your time today. Good morning. Thank you very much and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Sue, sir. Give us your thoughts on what we've seen play out and could there be some antitrust concerns pop out of this?
1: I don't think out of this current complaint. Um, Basically, the story is Amazon, in addition to its numerous other activities, hosts web services. Uh, It hosts services for both uh, Twitter uh, and Parler. Uh, Parler and Twitter were competitors. They are competitors. Uh, And uh, the complaint that Parler is making is that Amazon... Uh, pulled the plug on Twitter, no longer hosting web services for them, and that that violates the antitrust laws. Now, I don't think that antitrust complaint is going to fly for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, uh, the complaint that it's anti-competitive is based on the notion that there's some kind of agreement between uh, Amazon and Twitter to discriminate against Parler uh, as a matter of you know, eliminating competition. The problem is that the complaint simply doesn't allege facts uh, that tend to show that, and the federal courts require that these complaints be fairly specific. You can't just kind of make an atmospheric uh, claim there was a conspiracy. You have to put some facts into it, and there really aren't any facts here that would support that kind of conspiracy uh, claim. Uh, a second problem is that if Amazon's position is correct, that it shut down Parlour because of threatening, divisive, uh, or uh, other improper messages, uh, that's really uh, a political termination rather than right. an economic one. And the antitrust laws typically do not cover purely Uh, political terminations. Uh, They're passed under the Commerce Clause of the Constitution, which authorizes Congress to regulate commerce. Uh, But limiting political speech, unless you can show some kind of profit motive, is usually thought not to be commerce, and as a result isn't covered by uh, the antitrust laws. And then finally, as Amazon raises uh, in its defense, Uh, there's an immunity for uh, uh, legal violations in the uh, Communications Decency Act. Section 230 of that act permits firms to remove content that is offensive and creates a general immunity for uh, such removals. Uh, that, That act doesn't name antitrust in general, But it simply says legal immunity, and the general consensus is that that immunity extends to the antitrust laws as well. And so if Amazon is acting under the Telecommunications, uh, under the Communications Decency Act to shut down Parler, uh, then the conduct is probably not reachable under uh, the antitrust laws in any event.
0: Well, and then I think, Herb, you also have to throw in a couple of components that I've seen in in articles in the last couple of days, one being that Amazon has kind of talked about having a reliable process in place for Parler to monitor content uh, and there's a question of whether that has actually occurred or not. Uh, apparently Parler did have content moderation tools in place, but really was probably not using them in the manner that they needed to with all of this going on.
1: Yeah, that has been the practice of all of the major social websites, including Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Amazon as a hosting service, which is they basically, you know, they assume, you know, when you've got millions of, of uh, messages, Uh, There are going to be some that cross the line, and basically the approach Amazon takes, just like Facebook and Twitter do, is, uh, okay, police your own conduct first. So if you get an offensive message, uh, in this case there were messages such as uh, threats to hang the vice president, Uh, if you get messages like that, you should delete them yourself. However, if you don't delete them, then uh, we are going to terminate our uh, our hosting service and basically take you off the air.
0: Does, does what we've seen play out here with Parler and Amazon and obviously with Facebook and Twitter, does that play into the conversations we expect to hear occur this year on Capitol Hill around regulation and control that these companies have?
1: It plays into it. I don't think it's going to be determinative. I mean, there, there's a question about whether uh, the hosting services use this power in a reasonable way. Uh, are they actually using it in order to uh, to to shut down improper speech? I don't think there's too much question that a threat to hang the vice president is improper. Yeah. Uh, but. Going beyond that, are they also using it in a way simply to dismiss conservative voices? You know, just an opinion that represents a, conser- a legitimate uh, conservative viewpoint. Right. Uh, all of them, including Amazon, uh, vigorously deny that they're going after conservative voices as such. They say, no, we're simply trying to uh, to discipline... Uh, speech speech that calls for violence, for the forcible overthrow of the government, Mm -hmm. or some other improper thing. Now, that's a fact question, and that'll have to be uh, uh, debated. Uh, And, of course, one of the questions that will emerge is, are there situations where Amazon or Twitter or Facebook really did remove conduct simply because it represented a conservative viewpoint Right. rather than being a threat to democracy or to the government.
0: Thinking larger thinking larger scale here for a moment, Herb, if you look at, out of 2020 on and we kind of expected that this was going to be a, a very interesting year, to say the least, for a lot of these tech companies, is it possible that that this kind of could be a year of reckoning for these companies with, with all of these potential issues that may be on the plate uh, as we go throughout the year?
1: yeah, I think it is possible, although I don't think this particular issue uh, is going to be the driving factor. I think there are other kinds of competitive problems with the big uh, with the big platforms, including Amazon. but you know if the most you can get out of this investigation is that Amazon shut down threats to hang the vice president or to kill Nancy Pelosi or uh, to take over government buildings by force yeah. or violence, if that's the most they're going to be able to get, then uh, that's not going to go very far.
0: Herb, great to talk with you. Thank you very much for your insight as always. Stay in touch. We'll be uh, we'll be talking to you Thank down the you road. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Herbert Hovenkamp, professor of legal studies and business ethics, as well as law professor here at the Wharton School and at the University of Pennsylvania.